Hello everyone, you are listening to You've Got 5 Options show with Marta and Anna. Join us while we are solving yet another life challenge. And if you decide to share your problem with us, yours can be next. Hello everyone, this is Marta. And this is Anna. And our technician is almost there with the <laughs> microphone. Hi, hi. <laughs> I think that we should call him more like a co-host because Lasse is way more than a technician. Uh, thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. So Lasse, thank you for being here, taking care of our technical side of the of the radio show, but also participating from time to time. It's always a pleasure to hear your radio voice. Definitely, yes. And we are not only three of us here at the studio. We also have our lovely guest, Kate. Hello. Yeah, you, you might remember Kate from our previous program where we were discussing about how to find a job in Denmark as an international. And Kate gave us five very good tips that definitely work because Kate, please remind me you had five or six jobs within... Three and a half years? Yeah, I was actually uh, talking to about this uh, during the break, and I think there might even be actually seven <laughs> but, okay. uh, wow. uh, that I actually uh, forgot to, I, I, that I don't have on my LinkedIn, actually. So, yeah, uh, so technically it's seven. So, guys, Kate is definitely onto something. That's why I would really encourage you to check our YouTube channel when you can listen to those two episodes where Kate was sharing her tips. And also, if you are not a YouTube person, please go to the5options.com, go on podcast section, and then you can find those episodes in a form of podcast. I think that th this was gold. This was gold because we had a fantastic discussion and we also exchanged a lot of experiences. And I think even Lasse was impressed. Yes, I was. <laughs> I yes. confirm. <laughs> yes, he confirms that he was impressed. But if you uh, if you have listened or have not, I will just remind you that the fifth tip that Kate has given us was to stay positive throughout the entire search because looking for a job can be extremely draining. It can be very disappointing. It can hit your ego, self-worth. My God, I'm talking very dark about this. But, uh, oh, yeah, but that, yeah, it's so true, though. But I it mean... is so true. And it's not a difficult thing, especially if you are facing a rejection that you might unfortunately accidentally take personally, even if it's not about you or doesn't say anything about you. Kate gave us this as an option, as a tip, and we decided to go further with it. Right, Marta? Yes, so last time we did it in a way that Kate has actually prepared the five options based on her experience to give to our listeners on how to get a job when you are new in Denmark. Now we have a little bit of a different approach where Kate gave us her challenge. We are coming up with five powerful activities that will take you through the period of hardships and failures. And we will be discussing those tips with Kate who also has prepared some of her tips, so we will have a general discussion about that. So, yeah, let's start with the challenge description. Yes, so I will read it now for you guys, and I think I have read it now mm -hmm. again, and I think that this is a very familiar feeling 
for many of us. So thank you for sharing. And I hope that you will find some inspiration and some uh, some good tips in this two upcoming episodes. So the challenge go like this. I have been unemployed for two months. I applied for 15 jobs and had three jobs interviews. No job. I am frustrated, irritated, and I feel unsuccessful. I feel like a failure. Living in a foreign country and applying for jobs is tough. I came here to Denmark to be with the love of my life. And I want to work to feel not only participating financially in the relationship, but also to gain personal and financial happiness. I want a career and not to be stay-at-home partner. How can I stay positive throughout this job searching process? Me personally, as a person who know a lot of international people living here in Denmark, I can definitely confirm that this is how many of us, many of my friends or even me have felt And it's tough. It can be really, really tough. So thank you very much for sharing because I think this is extremely relevant and it will be very, very helpful for a lot of people. Yeah, actually losing a job because if you had to apply for, you know, if you had to get seven jobs, that means I suppose probably some of them you have quit, but probably from some of them you were actually let go, right? So losing a job is actually one of the most stressful experiences in life. Because uh, it, it's actually compared to losing a close person, yes. like when someone close to you dies. So it is actually a really big, stressful experience. Yeah. And also being rejected many times. If you are struggling financially and you are, you know, applying and getting interviews or maybe not even getting interviews and getting rejected so many times, it's really tough. It is. It is. And I would definitely compare it. I remember I made this parallel back in April when I was in a in Madrid giving a lecture about being fired because this actually happened to me. And I I remember the title of the lecture was being fired is like going through a divorce. It's very similar feeling. You have all this really negative emotions uh, about the company that lets you go, but also about yourself. And you can question your self-worth and you can question, am I good enough? It is really, really similar process. But like from any divorce or breakup, you can also heal yourself or help yourself going through that process. And I cannot wait to hear you guys because that would be also very helpful for me, if I'm to be honest. So I have prepared those five powerful activities. I have actually had so many different ways to go about that challenge, ended up with preparing five uh, powerful activities. And the first one is give and receive love. The second one is fail with grace. The third one is unlock imagination. The fourth one is seek inspiration. And the fifth one is go with the flow. Okay, Marta, so how do you want us to go about this today? Because we have obviously Kate here. Yes. This is her challenge from the past. Mm -hmm. So my dear master of disaster, what do you propose? So what I propose is that we will go after each option. Mm -hmm. We will open it for a discussion and we will be coming up with some of those uh, suggestions that we do have, that we have prepared for that and asking Kate what she thinks what you, Kate, think about that. And also asking you in relation to that, do you have any tips yourself as well? Okay. And just before we start, I would like to say that currently uh, I am unemployed. Marta also in the past have struggled with getting a job very, very at the beginning when she was in Denmark. And Kate also knows the pain. Lasse, how about you? Yeah, I know the, like the frustration you're going to have being unemployed. 
Mm -hmm. I experienced that after I finished my education as multimedia designer last year. Okay. I had four or five months where I was unemployed and I really started getting desperate and almost depressed by the end of that, you know. Yes, so. so so we can say that we have all been there. Yeah. So Lasse, we would also like to invite you for discussion if you're up to it. But uh, guys, if you are listening and you are in this situation, I would just like to tell you, you are not alone. Many of us been through it. And there is always uh, something really nice at the end of the tunnel. We just have to remember about this. Yes. So as we've compared that not having a job at all, being rejected many times, or losing a job can be compared to something like a divorce. That's why I came up with this first activity as the first and most important one is to give and receive love. And yes, guys, I know it sounds cheesy, but actually, if you are in this situation where you feel like a failure, that's what you need the most. You actually need love. Absolutely. So that's what I actually come up with. And of course, you know, one, the most important thing about love is that it has healing power. So if you feel beaten up, if you feel like a failure, if you feel rejected and so on, you really actually lack love. And uh, of course, since love has healing power, you have to search out for any kind of opportunity to actually get as much love as possible into your life. Of course, the most important, yet the most difficult part of love is the actual loving yourself part. Because you often feel like a failure yourself. You have been rejected many times and you actually might have a tendency to beat yourself up, to, you know, go low in the mood and so on. And being in this position of actually giving love to yourself, it might be one of the most challenging things that you can think of. Actually, that's a big topic. So what I was thinking about here is start with very basic thing like stop beating yourself up. So if you've been doing any kind of negative, uh, you know, beating yourself up, like what's wrong with you? What the hell? You are so poor that no one even wants to employ you or something. Cut it out. Stop beating yourself up as the first activity. And I was thinking one of the ways I was dealing with it because I was actually in unemployment for a year and a half. That's a very long period. And I was doing at the beginning, I was doing an internship and I was uh, writing my master thesis. So the beginning was not that hard, but I was already a person that was employed for three years before. I was already a professional with education, with finalized education, already working for a few years. And I was applying for jobs all that time, but I couldn't land anything. And then when I finished my internship as well, I had another period and I it was really, you know, you are like really starting to beat yourself up. And what I did was like, I cut off beating myself up and every time I had a negative thought about myself, I was replacing it with at least a neutral statement about myself. Can you so, give us an example? So, uh, for example, yeah, this this is something that in You've Got Five Options we discuss a lot uh, about limiting beliefs or that negative self-talk. So, for example, if you're telling yourself, I'm not good enough, I'm just not good enough. Example of a neutral statement could be, I'm okay, I'm okay. So... For example, if you are in a very dark place and you tell yourself, I'm not good enough or I suck uh, or whatever, you might not be able to go all the way up to I'm wonderful, I'm a superstar, I'm a hero and so on. You're not going to believe it yourself. But if you go into something more neutral at the beginning, like I'm okay, I'm okay. But at least you stop going into that wheel where you yourself put yourself down. 
if you believe you're a rock star, yes, go for it. You know, <laughs> repeat yeah. it to yourself as much as possible. But if you are somewhere dark and you actually don't believe that, start with something really, really neutral. You know, I'm fine. I'm a human. It's better to tell yourself I'm human than to tell yourself I suck. It really, really is better. So that was that's like the fir- very first basic thing. If you are putting yourself down, just cut it out. And every time something like that comes, bombard yourself with at least a neutral statement, but, you know, not a negative one. So that was like the fir- very first step. So I wanted, you know, to ask our guest, Kate, what do you think about that? I actually absolutely agree about actually what I was going to say is my first point, which is actually really, really similar to yours, is about using your community or, or for or friends and family for emotional support. And this is about giving and taking love. I mean, when I was in my dark place, um, I actually told my husband and he was like, why are, do you feel this way? I said, well, because I feel like, you know, this is about to make me cry, actually. You know, I just felt like such a burden and that maybe it would have been better if I didn't, if if maybe I wasn't uh, in his life anymore, because then I wouldn't be that burden to him. And he's like, you're like, you're, he's like, no, like, you're not a burden. Like, you're the best thing like that ever happened to me. And I mean, I will do anything to try to like be with you and be like, I am. That's why I'm here for you. I'm here to give you that emotional support. And I just love you so much. And it's just like he and he's said like he, he's really just my rock, really, because he just is such a giving person, such a loving person, such a kind person. And so many people have told me like that they've come to me who just know him that they say that they respect him more than anyone else like that they know because he is just that type of person. Yeah. And and he and I just really just reached out. And when I was in that dark place, I was actually just uh, reached out to him. And that's I think that's important is that when you're in that place, like don't be afraid to reach for help because you might go in a, in a really dark place that uh, might be irreversible, uh, which I was almost to that point, I think, uh, at one point. And also going in like uh, you were saying, uh, what was the other one about not beating yourself up? Yeah. So actually, that's something I still uh, quite struggle with, uh, actually. And because uh, it's just like, you know, I and when I when you're in sales, you have this other persona, you know, self-confident and cocky and all that. But really deep down, like I'm just a totally different type of person than when I'm like, you know, uh, talking to uh, in a business professional sense. Sometimes I'm in that place. But actually what I do, it's not about being neutral. I just try to find like actually uh, talking when I was talking to my psychologist, uh, she was saying like, picture yourself like in a water and just like let those thoughts it's okay to accept those thoughts and just like let pretend that like it falls down in the water and just keeps going just let it keep going and just accept those thoughts it's okay it's a, it, like we all go through it but then just let it go and let it go out and it's actually a great meditation tool to get yourself out of that place because i've definitely been there like I'm, I'm i'm in that even like today i'm still in there but that's just where i go and do my meditation and i think meditation is so important just to picture this waterfall or whatever it could be anything as long as you have some force that just uh lets you keep going with those thoughts and let them exit your body and it just makes a huge difference actually it really does well uh kate thank you so very much for sharing that and i can see that it was quite emotional for you and it is quite emotional for me when I listen to you but uh, this is truly beautiful and um, I think that uh, sometimes this is this is the most difficult part to stop beating yourself up and I think one of the problems that we can also struggle with is that when you are even having your partner or friends and you are going to a failure and then they say you are wonderful you are amazing and you are like 
it doesn't even go through you it's like what do you mean i'm amazing i just failed and sometimes i have to say that this is my struggle it's like it irritates me like don't tell me i'm fantastic you know just let me for a moment to step out from this situation and try to calm myself down because then i have a feeling and but that's my personal thing i have a feeling okay listen you are trying to cheer me up in a really unskillful way because i just went through something and it doesn't work when you straight away say and i say that i'm great but a hug or i'm there for you or you asking for a hug that can be a very first step i believe because sometimes words cannot help sometimes just the presence of another human being can help Exactly. I mean, something is also something I struggle with is like sometimes with even with my husband, I just need to be alone. And he's always just wants to be there and like cuddle and like and he's just like that. And I'm a very different personality. But I've actually learned to accept that as well, that like he just on it, like sometimes you just need that. And I also it's just what you say, like just like it's sometimes he's just doesn't know what to say. But he's just there and has that physical presence and just holds me and he doesn't need to say anything. And it's just it's his way of just saying, like, it's okay and that, you know, you're going to get through this and I know you can. And uh, yeah, and he just encourages me to keep going. And it's not saying that, like, you're amazing or anything because in the end it's not going to help. But it's just, you know, having that presence and say, like, you can do this, you can keep going. Just have that encouragement from your network or community or, or family, whoever it can be, to just have you tell that. And when you have that, then it also helps you get out of that dark place for sure. Thank you so much, Kate, for actually sharing that part of when you are actually being with your emotions, because the tool that I gave at the beginning, it's when these negative thoughts come to you, these negative statements about yourself. This tool that I gave you, it's more like reprogramming your brain to, you know, to not be coming up continuously with those negative things. But what you came up with is actually another I would say even more powerful tool because that's actually the one that we are missing so much as human beings of actually embracing our emotions. Because that uh, beautiful example that you said with water, you know, just being with your emotion and letting it go, it's one of the most beautiful ways to actually get that uh, emotional resilience. And those two things, if you do them both, they are going to really, really empower you. Because one thing is to be with your emotions and let them go. And we should definitely learn as humans to do those things. And that's one thing we should all be doing normally in our life. We should accept that we have the emotions, embrace them, because that's the only way to let them go. The other part of, you know, when you have the negative thoughts coming in, that's on a thought level. That that bombarding, you know, like every time you have a negative thought, you replace it with a more neutral one. These are on two different levels. So I just wanted to say thank you for sharing that uh, emotional resilience as well, because they are both important and both very good ways of actually working with your self-love. Yeah, and I wanted to add, because obviously I started to think about it. When we were recording our first program, we were talking about international people trying to find jobs in Denmark. And I'm fully aware that many of people who are coming here and they are not coming here for a partner. They are, let's say, students or whatsoever. They may not have friends here on the place or they may not have uh, a partner to lean on. And then I was thinking what could be a good ways for those people to give and receive love. One thing that came to my mind, of course, 
except of the obvious, you know, keeping in touch with friends or family from your original country was something that was connected with the networking that you have mentioned to start to search for groups of people who are um, also looking for a job or uh, some sort of like you, you mentioned also that uh, the Danish learning school where people have similar experiences. I have also seen situations. It was one of the LinkedIn global influencers. That lady is already like super famous. And she said that she had seen somewhere a woman who was a single mom with two kids sharing on LinkedIn that I am really in a need for a job. I cannot find anything for four months. I have these skills and so on, so on. One person from her network shared it then another one, then another one. That post became global with hundreds of thousands of people seeing it. That woman got offered a job within, I think, three or four days. There was a lot of companies that were touched by her vulnerability and authenticity that she was brave enough to say, I need job. This is what I can do. Can someone share it? And Of course, this is not for everyone because some of us are unable to do it. But maybe sometimes sharing this on platforms uh, like LinkedIn when you need for a job and you are struggling. It's really tough for me, guys. Do you know someone who would be interested? I can do this and this and that. And she found a job in four days. So that could also be something. I'm not sure if I can come up with anything smart for the time being for people who might not have those people to lean on. But I also would assume places when you can volunteer yeah Kate I think you will have something smart to say that's why I will back to you darling okay no I was just gonna actually I actually can very much relate to that because when I was living in Germany uh, I actually uh, to have a very short story many years ago um, there was a conflict uh, between my father and I I was actually uh, well you can argue on both sides I, I, I left or kicked out or whatever you want to call it but I was really on my own and uh, I came to Germany and I didn't even have that emotional support from my family because, you know, going to Europe is like really strange. And oh, my God, there's socialist communists out here and we don't understand the difference <laughs> <laughs> with any of it. So it was really strange concept that they couldn't understand. And I really felt alone. Uh, and uh, and I didn't like But uh, we know when you're young and 19, you're like, oh, it's everything is so exciting. But it does get very lonely. Uh, it really does. It is, again, about that positive, you know, staying positive, I guess, and looking toward the future and also just uh, making the friends. And I had I just made myself like a new family and had met new friends. And that's what I like I leaned on a, a little bit. But I also had the feeling like I leaned on them a little bit too much as well, because for some people, it is really hard to handle like someone who, you know, if you just rely on like friends and stuff, but if you really like find those right people, they can, you know, you can be like a support mechanism that you can find like similarities with each other. And, you know, and you're not alone. There are people and I did find people that were like similar uh, situations in my case, or someone who was like, yeah, like I'm here for you and all this. And it's just nice to uh, have that emotional support and have that. And also just to, you know, even uh, and not be afraid to reach out for help. So I have prepared a couple of uh, options for those of us who maybe don't have those people around yet. And of course, one way is to try to build that network and, and find those friendships. But as you mentioned, you know, even if you find those people, it could be too much if you are leaning on others. And we humans, we need contact with other human beings, but we also are in need of building our own love. And this is where I wanted to like give a few more tips. What could you do to actually build more of your self-love? 
And actually, I thought about reaching out to nature, going out to nature, going out to art, going out to doing things that you love doing. So basically, if you want to get more love into your own self, whether you do have friends and family support or not, but in general to load yourself up with love is actually possible by connecting with nature, by connecting with animals. If you are a person that loves animals, it's actually getting that through art, through nature and, and so on. I also thought of actually searching out of, for opportunities where you can give love. Because as I've mentioned at the beginning, love has healing power. And one way is to receive love from someone who loves you. But another way is to actually give love. So if you are in that place where, where you need love in your life, actually one way of getting it is by giving it. So you can volunteer somewhere and you can actually give this human level, <laughs> you know, love to other people that need it. And you can actually fill your life up with love in this way. By, you know, first coming up and giving love to others that need it. So that was just those uh, few uh, pointers. And of course, doing what you love doing. So do, doing your passion. Mm. So that that's where you naturally experience love when you do what you love doing. But you also attract people who might become those people with whom you can share love. That was basically what I've had uh, for the love part. And I'd like us to move on to the second option, which is called fail with grace. So what I mean here is that failure is a part of life and we are all failing, whether we like it or not. And we usually don't really like it that much. So what I mean by failing with grace is actually building that ability to embrace failure. So looking at the failure as a normal part of life and looking at the failure as first attempt in learning. You know, if you turn fail into acronym, first attempt in learning. If we manage to approach it in this way that, okay, I have failed. And if we manage to approach it in a way where we say, okay, I failed, I feel really bad. And we build that emotional resilience where we can actually be with those emotions so that we can let them go later. That's very important part. It's not to skip your emotions. It's not to push down your emotions. It's nothing like that. Definitely be with those emotions. Allow yourself to actually be sad or angry or whatever emotions that come with it and embrace it. Let it go and then elicit your, your learning. So you are like really okay I have failed again. I feel crappy again. I'll be with my emotions. I'll, you know, deal with them. And now I will elicit my learning. I will look at the things that have gone wrong or right. Look into them. What can I learn uh, from those things so that I can actually do something better the next time? And here also for failing with grace, I would definitely apply loving yourself up. So when you are in this process of going through failure, love yourself in that process. Love yourself. Allow yourself to be angry, to be sad, to be whatever it is that you feel. 
And yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. And a lot of it just actually, I was just thinking, you can just so much apply to this waterfall concept, like being able to embrace it. But at the same time, while you're embracing it, it's also okay to like let it go. And I think it's also important to like just like let it out or like just let it, how to say, just go through the emotion and it's okay to go through that as well but also you have uh, i want to add on that to be able you also need to move on and and be able to instead of like because you can that can also be very dangerous where you can go and it's okay to like embrace it but if you're in that place too long then you might go to that dark place so it is important to use that waterfall concept to like to be able to keep moving and keep going and it's part also part of myself because i consider myself a survivor so in part of the the personality of being a survivor is to stay busy and to keep going and not everyone can do that but at least try to move on as quickly as you can it's okay to embrace but just move as quickly as possible and go to the next thing because in the end you still have a job to do either that may be like through life or maybe through uh, getting a job or whatever because if you keep going then you're going to be in that you're just going to be stuck there uh, so definitely like accept it embrace it but you also need to keep trying and keep moving on and do it and do so as quickly as you can yeah i, d- I definitely think there there should be a balance here i think uh, you have a very good point because if you're staying there too long you might actually drown yourself yes. but if you don't embrace and this is many of us we don't embrace we just try to like nothing happen i'm just keep on going then it's also not healthy. So I think there should be balance between those two. I'm just going to make a break. This is a big topic, but unfortunately the time on the radio (laughs) is up. So we will now thank you all and we will encourage you to join us on the second episode where we will continue discussing the five powerful activities to get you through the hardships and failures. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. You are listening to You've Got 5 Options show, where we solve your life challenges. Remember that you can visit our website, the5options.com, where you can submit your challenge or find our previous challenges. That's all, folks!